Hello everyone and welcome to the Encrypted Podcast. Encrypted is the Middle East's first and largest podcast dedicated to blockchain and crypto assets. I'm your host Ahmed al Balaghi, and in today's episode we have Fatima Al-Safti, who is a blockchain manager at Duo, one of the leading telecom operators here in the UAE. Fatima takes us through Duo's involvement in blockchain technology, their razor-sharp focus on building use case propositions for their enterprise customers, and a deep dive into their blockchain platform as a service. Before we jump in, I would really like to thank those who have been supporting the show. And remember, you could support us in any way possible. You can subscribe, rate and review the show, sharing the podcast on your social media, and any other way you feel like supporting. Thank you and enjoy. Hello everyone, what's up? Ahmed al Balaghi here with you. Welcome to this new episode of Encrypted. And joining me finally is my Missing in Action co-host, Faisal. <laughs> Where you been, man? <laughs> Hi, guys. I've been drowning in different kinds of work. But yeah, good to be back. Yeah? How, how's, it, how's it going? What's... Uh, crazy. Uh, we're, we are starting to see the light of Jitex already. So okay. it's a lot of work to come. Yeah, so Jitex is this really huge conference that you guys have to come to. It's in October, right? Yes, the first week of October. Yeah, perfect. And today we have an awesome guest, Fatima Al Safti, who is from Do. Say hello. Yeah, hello. Hi, everyone. Can you quickly introduce yourself for those who don't know you? Yeah, so I am Fatima Al Safti, Blockchain Technology Manager at Do. Do in UAE is one of the telecom companies and one of the pioneers in the uh, blockchain space in the region here in UAE. I'm uh, managing all the blockchain initiatives and the duo starts actually 2017 with uh, different TOCs in healthcare, in hospitals, and MC hostel, and uh, in the travel also. And now we are uh, trying to reach uh, all our customers. Mm-hmm. So we thought of uh, building a platform, blockchain platform as a service. And the reason why, because the technology, it is complex and it is not easy to adapt such a technology, hiring a blockchain engineer and mm. to build a blockchain network. So thinking of having blockchain platform as a service. Okay, I, I wanted to ask quickly, just so yeah. to cut you off. Before we jump into, into the blockchain platform as a service, could you walk us through sort of the history of Duo's involvement in the blockchain sphere? Because as everyone here is aware, Doors is one of the biggest telecom companies. Well, the, there are only two big ones at the, yeah. the second. And they've been, like you said, they're one of the most leading enterprises that's actually trying to deploy blockchain. Could you walk us through sort of when they started, how they thought about it, and then sort of, you know, why, did, why is it now that they've built a, a blockchain Absolutely. platform and service? Yeah. So in 2017, when Do started to think about blockchain use cases, we went in the healthcare industry mm-hmm. and to be specific in NMC hospitals. Okay. And that took around seven to eight months just to discover the use case and the main pain points of the industry and also just building the POC in, in very low KPIs okay. at the basic one. Mm-hmm. So we discovered that it's better to focus on the main platform okay. and then let the customer decide how we will drive the use case. Let them explore the uh, technology. And when you what say the, customer, what, what type of customer are you talking about? The, all the government entities, all the large enterprises and also the SMEs. So we target all the customers across the country. 
So our customers are the UAE customers, okay. the government entities and the large enterprises and as well as the uh, SMEs. Okay, so they're not sort of people like you and I and sort of just sort of normal people on the street. They're not consumers. They're mostly enterprises and small to medium enterprises. Individuals, they can use it. Actually, okay. it is a mature cloud service. So individuals, they can use it. But the main benefit will be for the enterprises because they will see the smart contracts capabilities as a service. They will see the smart contract, the, most of the features you will see our what we will offer it is almost for the enterprises okay. however the individuals if they they like to just explore the uh, technology of course they can have an account and test the uh, the service if i can ask a question about the yani do is looking into the telecom sector and so on so what made you take that business call to to kind of look into a technology sector like blockchain and so on. So is it something that you identified that could potentially help the telecom sector or did you want just to branch out to offer like digital and emerging tech verticals for your enterprise customers? So do it's not only for telecom or uh, mobile facilities or landlines. It is also for ICT. So our department is ICT, which is leading the uh, digital transformation. Uh, from smart cities, from IoT, uh, AI, blockchain, all the emerging technologies. So uh, one of the main, our main focus, it is blockchain, of course. So to reach to the all our customers, yeah, yeah we thought, okay, let's think, uh, put ourselves in our customer shoes. Okay. Let's think what they want for exploring this technology and what kind of features and capabilities. We need to have it in our platform in order to let our customers scale fast in this technology without actually invest too much in skill set of engineers or infrastructure or having the hassle of how to manage and maintain the infrastructure. Just to focus on the business needs, the business activities and move on. Okay, so why did you then sort of look at the health care sector um, given So given that you're a telecom operator and you have ICT solutions, why, why healthcare in specific? Is that something that you have many partners on board and you saw that this was sort of a low-hanging fruit? What, what was the rationale in sort of looking at completely different? Again, our customers are the first. So what is the main pain point in all the, the, the country? It is the patient, right? If we make the patient, the patient safety or the patient life easier, means we do a great job. That's why do in the beginning thought about, okay, let's have shared data from the open data of the hostels, and it can be shared with different hostels to okay. make sure that the patient from one hostel to another, it is um, with the EMR or electronic medical record on blockchain. And the reason why for the healthcare, as I said, because we think about our customer. The main point, it is the patient, which is number mm. one. In our society now, what we think, it is the healthcare and education. Why? Because this is the two main sectors that impact our lives, in my opinion. And have, have you looked at, it's very clear that you maybe you're focusing on the enterprise side of things, but have you looked at, um, for example, any opportunities that do can utilize maybe internally and come up maybe with a product or is that something not in your uh, agenda? No, of course, we are thinking of having a blockchain use case in our organization and we actually are looking for different use cases, not only one, mm -hmm. many. 
However, how to simplify our lives or how to simplify the customer's main points, it's also one of our main concern. So we are thinking in ourselves, of course, and also in our customer's behalf. Okay. And so to go back to the blockchain um, platform as service, so this is something you guys have been building for, like you said, from 2017 or beginning of 2018 as well. And you partnered up with Consensus as well, which is a company, a global crypto consultant company. And can you walk us through the process of how that happened and why you know, you picked Consensus to work with to help you build the blockchain platform as service and what what's the end goal? Um, you mentioned UAE, is it sort of meant to be the blockchain platform as service for the region or is there something more to it? So the idea started in, in 2017, however, it is stopped for almost a year due to a design change, requirement, and um, so on. And then by the end of 2018, we started again with our partner consensus. We changed the, the design totally. Actually, we thought about what are the features that our customers may need mm-hmm. and why we need to build the blockchain platform as a service. So we, as do cloud provider, we have our Dubai Pulse, which is the data center for Dubai. Okay, and it is the main benefit of having your own data center, the cloud region, here in UAE. Mm -hmm. So it it will be the first blockchain platform as a service hosted here Mm -hmm. in UAE, which is the main benefit of Do as a cloud provider. So this is uh, number one. Why we choose Consensus? Consensus, uh, they are a startup, very agile. They are uh, one of the best in, in, uh, in the region uh, and, and also in the, in the globe doing the blockchain development, building the protocols, building the, even the consensus algorithm in, in the, uh, some of the protocols like Ethereum. Mm-hmm. They have their own consensus algorithm they build it by themselves. Mm-hmm. So they are very strong in the development uh, yeah. side of the blockchain. Also, they, as I mentioned, they are very agile, so they are open for the new features. So we feel like we are one team brainstorming the features, now the, what are the customer scenarios we may need, and as a one team, we put all the features required from our customer, or we thought that it is the best for our customer, and then we build our platform, okay. the PPAS. Is it operational as of now? Do you have any customers on it? Or? So, the platform is still under development, however, it will be operational soon, 1st of July. And these, these customers that you're onboarding first are, like I said, the government entities and the, the other enterprises. And I saw somewhere that you guys had document attestation, part of sort of the service offering on, on the platform. So let me walk you through the Is features that, yeah. Yeah, of the platform. Mm-hmm. So what we offer, we, as I said, the platform will be hosted in our infrastructure, which is the Bipulse. However, as a blockchain network, okay, we don't stop our customer to scale. So, for example, now we have one governmental entity and all their network on Dubai Pulse. And another entity, they have their own network on, on-prem or in different cloud. And they want to join the existing network or the, okay. this network. Mm-hmm. We do support that. They can create a node, okay, in our platform. However, the infrastructure can be provided from on-prem or even different cloud provider. We don't stop scaling the blockchain network. So this is against the technology itself. This is against the nature of the technology. 
So if we have blockchain network supports the document attestation across the, the country, it has to be from one protocol, from one platform. Yeah. Whatever it is hosted in Dubai Pulse, the infra our infrastructure or different infrastructure. That's why we said, okay, we'll support our infrastructure. However, if the um, customer wants to host it in their prem, we also support that. Okay. One of the other major features is a DApp marketplace, mm -hmm. where we have different software as a service or DApp or ready-made, ready -made, easy to, for our customer to leverage, like KYC or like the document attestation. Mm -hmm. So it will be like in the marketplace, they will just use the service, try it, explore it with different stakeholders, or maybe if it's one like document attestation, they can try it by themselves and subscribe the service in a different uh, business model. Okay. So one of the DApp marketplace we have, KYC will be there, um, document attestation, mm -hmm. and also the patient safety where we, you can track and trace all the pharmaceutical uh, component in the supply chain. Okay, and I, I wanted to ask regarding the, the blockchain platform as service where you mentioned you want the blockchain to sort of scale, whether it's on your cloud or it's on different cloud providers, you'd still want sort of the same platform, right? So that basically means then, you guys are trying to basically build a private blockchain, essentially, which would house, it would be sort of the default or the de facto place where people can do the, for example, the attestations or go and find um, the medical records stored there as well. And because you're one of the first to do it in the region, it basically means that you have sort of first moves advantage in that respect. And so the more people come to, to your platform, therefore the bigger the network effect. And it's harder for anyone to replicate that here. Is that part of, like, is that, am I right in that understanding? So you're basically sort of, let's assume it's a one private Ethereum blockchain, right? And uh, whether it's Ethereum or Fabric, whichever one you're using, and then that would be sort of the default blockchain and there'll be nodes all around the region to, to support it. Yeah, so our vision is to have uh, different uh, protocols in the okay. platform. So we support uh, Ethereum Enterprise uh, clients, which is uh, Quorum. Okay. We support, or the platform supports Hyperledger Fabric. Mm -hmm. And also later on, we will have Corda on board. The reason why, to have the different protocols, so the customer, again, our customer will have the full freedom to choose yeah, the protocol of, of his choice. Uh, to cover all the industries, not mm -hmm. only financial service or insurance or supply chain or education or healthcare, mm -hmm. to cover all the industries across the, uh, the UAE. Uh, yes, my answer is yes on your question. Mm -hmm. Our platform will be capable to cover all the region, all the networks across all the region, even select a different networks or join existing network to be part of our platform as well. So our ultimate goal is to cover all blockchain networks across the uh, UAE. So just in order to clarify this, um, the idea is basically to, you, you have the platform, you will create sort of the first or second network, whether it's the medical chain, whether it's so the healthcare one, whether it's a document attestation. So you'll, start, you'll be starting off with these and each one could use its own blockchain protocol. And then 
Others who want to be part of the platform, they could create their own sort of, they could use either the core room, like you said, or Corda, but they'll be able to build it on your platform, but for an entirely different use case. Yes, so we reach our customer by three channels. Mm. The first channel is the, the ability for the customer itself, himself to subscribe the platform and build his own use case from his own in-house developers. Okay. They can explore the technology and build their own use case. Or we can build it for him. Okay, okay. we go and do consultation and see the pain points okay. addressed, and then we build the use case for him. Or the customer himself, he will choose from our marketplace one of the ready-made solutions. So this the three channels we support right. in different protocols. The marketplace I just mentioned three, but this is what we have right now, or what it, it we are you know engaging with the other partners. However. Okay. The, the space is the limit, as I always say, so we don't have limit. One of other features also I didn't mention, it is the smart contract repository and the smart contract as a service. What does that mean? Smart and contract as a service. Yes, and the smart contract repo. Okay. So the smart contract repo is we will have a ready-made smart contracts. Mm -hmm. Okay, maybe it's like membership records or trading asset. The basic smart contracts that all the uh, uh, most of the organization are looking for, we will have it ready. So you can just uh, get it, drag it, change it, do the configuration, and install it on your own node. Okay. okay so this is will be the smart contract repos. Always will will adjust it. Always will update it to uh, satisfy the customer needs. Will this be something like an, an open source, like a GitHub or something, or will that be a charge service that you can... No, this one will be free, a service, unpaid. It's from the pl uh, platform itself. So it's like catalog or repo, repository. You can just get the uh, smart contract, edit it, and install it in, in your node. Okay, so it's only available for subscribers of the platform? Yes, Okay. The smart contract as a service is something else where you can scale. Now when you build your own network, you will say, okay, the smart contract, it is on the node and this one from the Docker images or it is on the VM from the infrastructure and can't scale. You will just lock your infrastructure or quota with some specification and that's it. However, if, you, if we have it as a service, means it is built on Kubernetes clusters, yeah. okay, where you can scale it up. So you can add multiple smart contracts on the fly. Means now I build my network on Hyperledger Fabric, for example, and it is three nodes, consists of uh, three nodes and five chain codes. And later on, I want to add two more chain codes. I can add it on the fly. What, what's the chain code? Just It's the Hyperledger terminology for smart contracts. Okay. I did not know that. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's interesting to see that you're not only focused on the infrastructure side. It's very clear that you're also focused on the application side, where you are offering these uh, smart contracts as a repository or as a service, so that people can, like you said at the beginning, focus on their business and not maybe lose a lot of time based on that. So I would like to know what kind of business logic derive that kind of decision to establish these two, let's say, service lines or product lines? Okay. So let me give you a quick example. If you want to build a website, mm -hmm. you can build a website with million hits per day, right? Mm -hmm. And you can have your own server, your entire support team to support your own website. 
okay, and do the good job in in a month, right? You have the infrastructure, you have the support team, you have everything, and you can also go to one of the web hosting uh, providers, okay, without mentioning name, and get your website done in a couple of hours with the same functionality, uh, same capabilities, and you don't care about uh, support, about maintenance, about uh, update of the infrastructure itself, right? So again, the main driver here is our customer. So we put our customer, our first choice. So the customer is number one. So how can we help our customer to leverage such a, such a technology in no time, hassle-free? The infrastructure is managed by us. Yeah. The activities and tasks and the maintenance of the platform itself is managed by us. The security hassles here in the, in the region, this compliance and the security activities, it's also managed by us. So the customer will not worry about, uh, okay, now it's blockchain, hyperledger, fabric, the version 1.4 or 1.5 or maybe it's 1.2. We have scheduled upgrades, we have scheduled maintenance, so he will focus only on the business needs. Um, yeah. That makes sense. No, that, that's how it should be for sure. So I, I had a question regarding the, so you, you mentioned a lot about customers and consumers. Is the demand coming from the customers themselves or are you, or is the industry creating demand and they're coming to you for advice? Or are they saying, or are they putting money on the table straight away and say, you know, put me on the service? So where is the demand coming from most? Okay. As we are all in UAE, in 2017, there was a blockchain strategy where to have 50% of all the transactions on the blockchain. Yeah. This one to be paperless and to save time and money for all the government entities. So the initiative, this initiative was like a push, a great push from all the government entities to explore the technology. However, as I said in the beginning, it is a complex technology. It's not, it's not easy to adapt. So how we reach the customer, actually we go visit them, provide them some advisory sessions, and also they come to us to, to ask how can we subscribe the platform, uh, what uh, capabilities will be in the platform, the features, which, features will, which feature will be covered in, in the uh, different release of the platform, and so on. I would like to, yeah, I'm sure you know that there are a couple of blockchain platforms as a service around the world. So Amazon is on this, Oracle is looking into this. Even here in the UAE, there are multiple maybe government entities that are looking into this and different providers. And I'm sure down the line, all the cloud providers will look into this. Um, IBM for sure, and maybe a lot to follow. So. I wouldn't say what makes you unique at this point or what is your advantage when it comes to your strategic advantage on others, but how do you maintain that you offer services much more than other platforms out there? Or what are the key points that you focus on in order to maintain that status? So the key point, again, is our customer. So that's why we provide multiple protocols. We think about how after after seven months, eight months, what can be the issues they may face? Like, okay, now I have one network in our platform. However, I don't have another network. It is outside our platform, but they want to talk to each other. Is there any cross-chain or interoperability between the two networks? Yes, it can be supported from our platform. So we focus on our customers in UAE. 
which the other blockchain uh, platform providers, they are not. Or maybe they are not focused on the customers in UAE. We focus on our customers in UAE and the main issues and problems they may face in the future, and we address it now. Okay. And you mentioned the DAP marketplace as well, where it's a marketplace for these different decentralized applications for people to um, really sort of put on your on the marketplace and then for others to come in and um, sort of browse around and see what, what they can either use or, or and also just, just look around. So I wanted to ask, do you first explain a bit more about it? And secondly, you, you mentioned that it's built. Which DAPs do you have on, on the platform currently? So the D apps we have, um, or we will have it once the uh, the platform will be live. We will have the document attestation. Mm-hmm. We will have the patient safety, and we are looking for uh, different uh, KYC applications to be one of the our choice. So how are these decentralized applications? How do you maintain decentralization in a structure that looks very centralized? Okay, so um, for example, the KYC. Mm-hmm. Okay, the D app uh, KYC. So we will have it in our platform. Mm-hmm. Okay, where different banks, for example, can leverage and test this kind of uh, solution, and in no time. So now, if we have the request from banks to have KYC, they have to go through uh, check different applications or different solutions providing the KYC and blockchain, and then assess them based on their requirements, and then try for for POC. We we did all this hassle, and okay. okay. So we did the assessment of different startups or different solutions, which was the best. We will put it in our uh, platform. Always we make sure that whatever solution we'll have or whatever the app will have it in our marketplace will be the best compared to the others. So we did all that hassle on behalf of our customers. So the banks will take this um, KYC, okay. yeah, and try to use the solution. And if it's successful, then they can move it to the life. But my, my, so my, my question is revolving around the idea that you're calling it a DAP platform with decentralized applications. Yeah. Now, these KYC apps, um, typically banks would, wouldn't want to work with networks that are public because decentralized applications use open source protocols, open source blockchains, where there'd be no private implementation. So are these dApps that, you're, that you, you are planning to put on, on board on the marketplace, do they all use open public infrastructure, blockchain technology? No. Okay. No. And the reason why, because they will use our protocols, what we provide in our platform. And what we provide is all the private blockchains. So okay. we have Quorum, the enterprise client of Ethereum, and we have Hyperledger Fabric, again, it's private. Uh, blockchain or a DLT and Corda again for enterprises. So okay. w- yeah, so the public blockchain is out of our scope right now. So the D app will be the sa- the concept of a DLT or distributed ledger, okay. where they can use the um, the use case or the solution in distributed manner. Okay, so uh, one of the startups we are aware of is Donor, which is also in the health sector. So and and I think they launched their platform with uh, with Do. So maybe you can just shed light on that and explain more about it. Yeah. So Donor Health Tech, it's one of our partners. The solution uh, it is uh, tracking and tracing the pharmaceuticals through all the supply chain from the manufacturer till the uh, end user or the patient, and from the mobile app 
the patient can check the uh, medicine if it's tampered with or it is a proper medicine without uh, any temperature uh, loaded and exposed to uh, temperature, high temperature or in different conditions. Through NFC tag will be across all the uh, medicine box and also will be monitored through IoT sensors through all the supply chain points. Great. And they launched it uh, on the platform or no? You said because it's still here? Yeah, so the platform is still under development. However, once it will be launched, the, the solution will be on the platform. All right. I would like to thank you so much for coming onto the show. And if, if there's anyone who'd like to get in contact with you, how could they find you, Fatima? So I'm always available on LinkedIn. Uh-huh. Okay. And of course, you have my contact Ahmed. You can call me anytime. <laughs> <laughs> no, just, just for those who are, who are, who are listening and yeah. would like to directly um, re- uh, reach out to you. Of course. Um, all right, great. Once again, thank you so much for thank coming you. on. Thank you very much. And for those of you who are listening and enjoyed this episode, please make sure to subscribe if you haven't subscribed and rate and review the podcast as well. And you could also support us by just sharing the podcast in social media too. And yeah, see you guys soon. See you guys. Thank you.